0: To fully fit life, where exercise promotes freedom and diet is a four-letter word. Two guys, one goal. Join them on their journey to live a more healthy and joy-filled life.
1: Good evening, folks. Welcome to the next episode of the Fully Fit Life podcast video broadcast, if you will. Since we're capturing the audio and the video, uh, you'll be able to find the video up on YouTube and you'll be able to find the audio on, who knows? We're not quite there yet, but we're getting close. (laughs) Um, And of course, if you're seeing this, we must have gotten there, right? Right. So- Absolutely. You've got me, Martin Straw, and you've got Frank Ferreira, and we are joining together here to uh, make this thing happen. And tonight, we are going to be discussing artificial sweeteners. So without further ado, Frank, what do you say? How you doing,
0: Marty? Hey, huh? this is what I want to say. We're not, we're not doctors, okay? Uh, but uh, if I happen to say, trust me, I'm a doctor, it's
1: a metaphor. Or a lie.
0: Take your pick. Either be one, creative.
1: right? Yeah, there you go.
0: How you doing? I'm I'm doing well, thank you. How about you? Good. I'm I'm doing well. That's Hanging good in here. there. Excellent. Yeah.
1: Of yep. course. Right now, don't know when anybody might be watching this, but right now we're smack dab in the middle of 30 days of shelter in place. Uh, Frank and I are both located in the beautiful state of California, and uh, yes, we're. Among the first, smiling,
0: say beautiful.
1: Among the first states to enact the shelter-in-place. So yeah, um, yeah, we got looks like another two weeks, or at least according to uh, the original timeline. So we'll see what happens then. I know that uh, it looks like President Trump, as well as others, would like to uh, kind of get things rolling. Personally, I kind of think that's probably a good idea, but um, you know, Try to get I don't, back
0: to normal, huh? Yeah,
1: yeah, I kind of don't have all the info, so uh, that's just based on the little bit that I that I do have. And uh, mm-hmm. but anyhow, tonight we're gonna we're gonna talk about artificial sweeteners. And Frank, you've done a fair amount of research on this, so uh, you're gonna kind of lead the charge tonight, right? Yeah.
0: Well. It, And I'll kick it off with uh, artificial sweeteners are a chemical compound. Uh And chemical compounds sometimes don't mix well with our body and Mm -hmm. gives our body a confusing signal. So with that in mind, we'll go over a handful of artificial sweeteners. But what what what's happening when we ingest or attempt to digest artificial sweeteners is we consume it, goes into our stomach, our system starts to digest it, and it meets our gut. And inside our gut is a microbiome, and it's Really, if you look it up on the internet, it's our second brain. So when we're giving an artificial sweetener signal to our gut, our gut gets like really crazy and it goes, what is this? What am I supposed to do with this? It's food, but am I getting nutrition out of it? And so it gives our gut a mixed signal. Our gut says, we're not getting fed. So That is, in a nutshell, as simple as I can get it, what artificial sweeteners do. I'm going to start it off with probably the worst offender at the top of my list is aspartame. And that's found in the ingredients of diet soda pop. I don't know if I've seen any. uh, Oh, it might be maybe in ice cream, some sort of dairy products and things like that. Aspartame in the United States, the FDA allows a soft drink industry to put it in our soft drink. so for those of you that might want to look into it, I would highly recommend that you investigate aspartame so that's that's right out of the gate. the big hitter the The real funny irony thing is though Marty. They're just now coming out with science to warn people about the artificial sweeteners. And um, I, I kind of wonder what the impetus for that is. What What's the motivation behind that? Because in preparation for this, we were talking about uh, saccharin. And back when we were little, I say, you know, 55, Years ago, saccharin mm-hmm. was like a staple for people who were fighting obesity.
1: It, do you remember cyclamates? Well, is that like MSG? No, it was an artificial sweetener. It actually got pulled off the market due to some concerns about uh, a link to cancer. Cyclamate. Yeah. What it was got,
0: that, what was the brand?
1: Um, I don't know that there was a brand. I, I don't know that it was sold in the way that a lot of the sweeteners are today. Um, but it was in a lot of things. I remember it was in Kool-Aid in the sugar. Really? The, yeah. The packet that didn't contain, you know, the big, <laughs> the big bulk because it had, uh, you know, two cups of sugar or whatever it was. Oh, <laughs> I
0: I have never heard of it. And uh, but there's a lot of things I'm sure that I I'm sure you probably can cons-
1: I'm sure you probably consumed it as a kid.
0: <laughs> no doubt. And that's probably why I'm in the shape I'm in. <laughs> Which you know, that's why we're doing this. If you look at some of our introduction and some of our past. Presentations, we're doing this, I know for me, because I'm trying to educate people as to what not to do. Marty, you're in great shape. Uh, You don't have any adverse uh, side effects going on with your health, uh, like some of us or most of us in this country do. So you've been blessed. So, yeah.
1: Well, I I have indeed been blessed. But uh, along with that, it's also it's also hard work i mean it's not right a healthy lifestyle doesn't accidentally happen and i know i've said that exactly. before and and i'll i'll yeah. say it again you know it just doesn't happen repeating. by accident um whereas mm-hmm. an unhealthy lifestyle which we see in so many people today uh, can definitely happen completely by accident mm-hmm. in fact usually that's what happens is, you know, people don't mm-hmm. get up in the morning and say, you know, I think I'm going to live unhealthily today. Uh, and I think mm. I'm going to do that for a month and just, you know, see where it takes me. Well, we know where it's going to take you. And uh, if you yeah. do it for a month, you're probably going to do it for two and three and four and, you know, however long. Yeah. Um, But, a healthy lifestyle does take work and you know, there's, there's no, there's no kidding around with that. And I I tell my clients, you know, this is not something that's going to be easy. It will become easier as you, as you do it, as you stick to it, but it's not easy, but I think it's also well worth the, uh, worth the effort.
0: Well, I I shop and when I do, uh, I'm always observing other people and I saw this guy in the bread aisle and he had one loaf in one hand, it was white bread, and then he had wheat bread in the other and I just casually walked up to him and I said, uh, when you're shopping for bread, you know, are you looking at white versus wheat or what? And he goes, no, I'm just looking at the expiration date and I'm thinking... (laughs) Right on. I, I like I. You know, I, how do you fight that? How do you argue with that? <laughs> um, well, and the the but the point is, is that we don't know, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. And I, you know, that that takes us right back to a point that we've talked about, is that people won't make a change if they don't even realize that they need to make a change. Yeah. So the hard work needs uh, some knowledge. It does. It does. You don't just accidentally hard work either. You know, people avoid hard work. Uh, And that hard work isn't necessarily the physical workout. It's also picking healthy food, you know, making healthy choices. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, even where you live, I mean, there's a big difference between Living in the city or living outside of the city,
0: um, mm-hmm. you
1: know, those are those are all choices that we make that mm-hmm. affect our health, and we just need to we need to get that information so that we can um, balance those choices and yeah make thoughtful choices. You know, sometimes. Yeah sometimes you know i admit it my wife's a a great baker so is my daughter and they make cookies and Mm -hmm. i enjoy i enjoy their goodies uh Mm -hmm. but i know what's in them and Mm -hmm. so i am making a conscious decision to either Mm -hmm. yeah i'm gonna have one this time or nope i'm not gonna have one this time but I've, I've it yeah, in the balance, yeah. and I decide, you know, at the time, whether it's, whether it's worth it or not. It's a choice uh-huh. I'm actually making versus I don't even think about it, you know. Yeah. And there's so many well, people that don't even think about it.
0: Now, uh, when, when I served on a submarine, we used to joke with the cook saying how, how lousy the cooking was, which it wasn't. But we would joke and then we would say, what's, 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 what's our reward tonight? Meaning dessert. And, and that's really what I think it should be is a little reward. It doesn't have to be, you know, I would joke with kids when they're little and say uh, dessert first, right? But reward yourself with a little piece of dessert. Don't sit there with a box of cookies or a half gallon of ice cream and just feel like you have to finish it off.
1: Yep, I'm all for that. I I look at the the situation that we're in right now with this whole COVID-19 and Mm -hmm. those who are those who are actually succumbing to it, they've identified two comorbidities that go along with it. One is obesity and the other one mm-hmm. is cardiovascular disease. Those are the well basics. and throw in diabetes too. But yes. And, and yeah. Yeah. And of course, of course they they kind of create a vicious circle with one another too. You get one, yeah. you're likely to get two, and if you get a third one, then mm-hmm. then you have what's called metabolic syndrome, which yeah you're in a world of hurt at that point, you know, can you get out of it? Of course you can. And that's what we're trying to bring forward to people is you don't have to suffer with these things. You can either manage them or eliminate them. Now, And and eliminate would be my first choice,
0: but sometimes you're stuck and you got to manage it. And, Knowing what you're putting in your body, uh, back in high school, I had a teacher and I, on his chalkboard that said, you are what you eat. But knowing what you put in your body, putting che- chemicals that can hurt your body is going to have adverse effects. And right we don't know it we really don't know and i hate to keep saying that but you know as the public if you walk down the street and you poll a thousand people and you say uh tell me what's wrong with diet soda and they'll go nothing right nothing it's supposed to help you lose weight weight yeah and but it does the opposite you gain weight
1: You know, I've got, um, in preparation for this, I I came across something that was uh, participants in the San Antonio heart study who drank more than 21 diet drinks per week. And now that's three a day on average, which is, that just seems way over the top to me, because I don't drink diet drinks. Um, Honestly, I don't drink any soda. so more than 21 diet drinks per week were twice as likely to become overweight or obese as people who didn't drink diet soda. So here it is, diet soda is touted as the way to lose weight. And yet those who really drink diet soda don't necessarily lose weight. In fact, they often replace that calorie reduction by drinking, because they are lowering calories, that's true, but they replace those calories with something else. And um, what I also found is that a lot of the artificial sweeteners kind of get you addicted to the sweet flavor because the all of the artificial sweeteners are considerably sweeter than sugar. So you have to use just a tiny bit to get, you know, about on par uh, with table sugar, right? Uh, And and that's why you're consuming so little, that's why it has no calories, because technically they do have calories. It's just you consume at a level that is so small that there really aren't any. Mm-hmm. But people become addicted to that super sweetness and mm-hmm. the body's looking for more of that because it mm-hmm. becomes addicted to it. And so mm-hmm. people drink or eat, you know, more cookies, more cakes, mm-hmm. more, you know, ho-hos or whatever. Um <laughs> Because they're craving that sweet, so they replace, rather than, yeah, they've reduced their soda calories, but rather than leave it at that, they replace those soda calories with something else that is, you know, not not nutritious food. They're not replacing it with, you know, um, grass-fed beef and a pile of veggies You know, that that just isn't the case, unfortunately. So
0: just as an interjection here, when you're talking about grass-fed beef, etc., there's the, I want to, and I don't want to say, I'm trying to think of the term, the three uh, foods that are nutrition, carbohydrates, uh, protein, and fat, okay? Right. And that's where we get our bulk nutrition from. Carbohydrates being uh, vegetables, there's simple carbohydrates, and there are complex carbohydrates. Complex carbohydrates are broccoli and spinach and kale, et cetera. Okay. Simple carbohydrates are wheat bread, uh, white bread, uh, marshmallows, sugar, anything that uh, the body just takes consumes and turns right into fat.
1: Yeah. And, any and any of really product. any of the grains? Sure. So, sure. Or but, um wheat, barley, etc. Right.
0: Yeah. So, knowing the foundation of what our body requires for nutrition, whether it's protein, fat, or carbohydrate. We can live without one of them. Which one do you do you think that is? And this is for the audience, something to think about. What can we live without from one of those three? Right? Carbohydrates. You know. Yep. We can live without carbohydrates. Donuts, for example, or sugar. Your body can live without it because our body produces glucose through the kidney. So, so artificial sweeteners really mess with our body's microbiome inside the gut. It signals to our brain, we want more, we need more. We want more. And, and what do we do? Three a day, we're chugging them down. So there's aspartame and then sucralose. Sucralose is another one.
1: Uh, There are five that are approved by the FDA. One is saccharine, uh, asulfame, aspartame, neotame, and sucralose. Right. Those are the five artificial sweeteners approved by the FDA
0: now let's talk about the term approved by the fda uh this is my mantra if the food industry doesn't kill you the medical industry will <laughs> so whenever the fda approves something i go that
1: can't be good <laughs> well and these are on the list called the GRAS list g-r-a-s gen- generally regarded as safe yeah here's my thing you know there's there are so many conflicting studies that say that artificial sweeteners are okay and on the other side it's nope artificial sweeteners are going to be the nail in your coffin give it up now you know it's all over to me the choice is really easy because one of my mantras that i share with my clients is you want to eat real whole foods three words real whole foods artificial sweeteners are not real they're not whole and they're not foods ergo food
0: i can't even remember what it's a product (laughs) yeah Oh the fDA Food, food and not Drug even Administration thank you. Food and Drug Administration
1: yeah,
0: it's not food. How can they approve it if it's not even a food? Um, oh, I
1: guess so it falls under drug with,
0: uh, or maybe administration. I don't know, but two things go into studies which a lot of the scientists will argue over. Uh, peer review is important in a in any kind of study, scientific study, and who's funding it. So, yeah. when when you look at who's funding the positive study and who's funding the negative study, you know, uh, and who's doing the peer review for the the science behind
1: it. Yeah, just because it's something is peer reviewed doesn't make it correct either right right i you know I, that you,
0: you gotta you, you just can't take it at face value and go oh uh fda approves it and and basically when i see something that says hasn't been uh what's what uh what do they say as a um a caution has not been approved by the fda or Studied yeah. or whatever, I go. Well, that's a good start right there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I might be interested in that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> for me, I would I recommend to my clients if they want something sweet, actually to um, to look at alternatives to sugar, but they actually are sugars. Um, one yeah. being honey. Yes, honey? it's it's got basically the same components that table sugar has, but it also has other things in it. Bees make honey. It's a very natural product. It's sweet, it's tasty, and it has other nutritional value that plain table sugar does not have. There's no nutritional value in sugar, none. For right, some calories, right. give you some quick energy, but you're getting into the danger zone if you're using sugar for quick energy. Um, right, right. And then uh, another one would be pure maple syrup. Now, I don't want right. to name I don't want to name brands, but there are some very well known brands that have the tiniest bit of real maple syrup in them. <laughs> just enough to give it flavor they do
0: they even have a tiniest bit (laughs) they have the tiniest bit yeah Uh, but what would the rest of it be just for
1: pure sugar
0: pure sugar or high fructose corn syrup
1: yes another sugar alternative is stevia which is actually a natural substance It's not an artificial substance. It's not modified. Although sometimes it is mixed with other things. Um, So you wanna be careful if you're going for that and make sure you read the label, just like you should on everything, quite frankly. what are
0: the ingredients. That's a whole nother podcast right there. Ingredients, reading them, go ahead.
1: Now, some people can't tolerate Stevia because it can have an aftertaste not all brands do couldn't tell you right off the top of my head um, which ones are are better than others in that regard another thing about it we tried stevia all of us my wife my daughter and myself after we ate something that had been made with stevia um, it was baked goods they were trying a new cookie recipe and they substituted stevia for sugar right and it it gave us all that we picked up the aftertaste not immediately but like after swallowing there was also this kind of weird sensation afterwards i, I honestly felt a little bit spaced out more than usual um so that were was they cookies and
0: not brownies
1: <laughs> good question but no they were cookies uh, oh okay so, and oh, and that, that's one of, the, um, one of the points to bring up also is the artificial sweeteners aren't good for baking because they lose their sweetness at higher temperatures over a longer duration. So that's kind of right, interesting right. Too. Not a Not a good substitute in that regard.
0: It, it, there might be some that might work better than others.
1: So there's, there's, uh,
0: well, uh, we already covered the five that are bad, and we're going over the ones that we think might be a good recommendation to replace them, right? Uh, Honey, stevia.
1: Oh, you want another one? (laughs) Maple maple uh, syrup. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, maple
1: syrup. That was the other one.
0: (laughs) Twist my arm.
1: Yep. Okay.
0: How how about if I add maybe one? Go for it. I want to say, well xylitol um monk something uh monk fruit yeah. told, monk, monk fruit right yeah yep. uh, monk xylitol fruit. monk fruit and I'm sure that people yeah. out there probably go marty and frank you're missing some of the top 10 and yeah. uh and so uh stevia has a when you talk about after effects, uh, stevia kind of loosens your, your bowel system a little bit, so you got to be careful how much you consume too, because it it'll just break that log jam up really good. So.
1: <laughs> That's either a pro or a con, right? <laughs>
0: Take your pick. Yep. I've heard some people call it uh, baby. Uh, what do you call that? Uh, Uh, don't get old kids you start losing your brain Uh, what is it when you take when you're constipated Uh, laxative yes baby laxative anyway (laughs) Uh, because it's non-toxic but with the right portion it, it kind of loosens up when the baby gets constipated anyway I digress Monk fruit and xylitol add yeah,
1: that. now xylitol is actually what's known as a sugar alcohol
0: and, and I, th- I think xylitol comes from a tree bark too, so however that's processed, yeah,
1: yeah, there is some debate on whether sugar alcohols are good or not
0: I, and I think you'll find that maybe in uh soft candy, chocolates, etc um, now uh. W- what is the benefit of these different replacements for the bad artificial sweetener is is that there's a thing called a glycemic index and a glycemic index basically says okay your blood sugar is going to go up uh, pure sugar your blood sugar goes whoop, right through the roof but uh, take an apple with a little lower glycemic index, and it kind of goes up slowly, and maybe plateaus because the sugar in the apple has a good fiber that it, your body has to work to get out of it, and so it's not a straight,
1: right, you
0: know, skyrocket. Okay, yep. and yep. so uh, the glycemic index. So if you're looking at something and you're uh diabetic you'll, you'll look at it and you go what's the glycemic index and so it'll tell you how quickly it's going to raise your blood sugar
1: yes indeed
0: and of course a steak is zero why why <laughs> is a steak zero it's a protein it's not a carbohydrate hey
1: exactly <laughs> same
0: thing same thing with fat and and, um and when you bring up steak what a steak protein has in it is a carnitine uh l-carnitine carnitine carnitine. and what the steak does too is it actually brings your blood it can depending on your body and everybody's different but it can bring your blood sugar down the carnitine or l-carnitine will bring your blood sugar down and that's a, a great uh substitute if you want to go with a very vegetarian diet but your body needs enzymes to help balance it out so yeah funny you should say that steak yeah a little steak um with, was, with a good what? marble fat absolutely absolutely <laughs> uh so ha- having that good whole foods grass-fed uh, Free-roaming chicken, no antibiotics. But the one, the one thing about honey, be careful as to where you buy your honey and what kind of brand and and what it is, because uh, I've seen some accusations that some honey is made out of high fructose corn syrup. And so,
1: be careful out there. Yeah, you really want to go with a raw honey because then you get more. more that additional nutritional benefit that right. is good for. Uh, it can right. even help with allergies. Right. The pollen
0: in there yeah. will help counter the uh, the allergies, yes.
1: Yep. Yes, and, absolutely. And if that's your objective, then what you want to do is you want to find local honey so you're getting the pollen from your local area to really help yeah. combat that. Yeah. Um, uh, it, and depending
0: the, on which area you live in, like in yours, uh, sometimes the bees pollinate the wacky to and you got to be careful. <laughs>
1: Afraid I hadn't heard that one, Frank. <laughs> I remembered the thing I f- had forgotten, though. Um, Good. Talking about whole foods and how artificial sweeteners are not a, a real whole food. Um, I would, quite honestly, I would rather my clients ate something that had some plain old table sugar in it rather than artificial sweeteners. Yes, yes. Because it doesn't least,
0: confuse the gut, yeah.
1: It, yep, at least it is real. Real, yeah. right. it Even though is, it's
0: processed.
1: It is what it is. You know, yeah. ideally, no, you stay away from it. Because, right. you know, sugar, and, and maybe one of these days we'll, we'll get into a discussion on the ramifications of sugar um, mm-hmm. impact that it does have on our system. Uh, but in the meantime, um, I'd much Time rather is limited that than, uh, mm-hmm. than the artificial mm-hmm. stuff. So,
0: I always tell my wife when she goes, oh, why don't you have some of this dessert? or has some of that dessert. And I go, no, I got to pick my poisons. And so I reserve it for something that I, you know, would rather have than something that, you know, might be offered. So pick your poison wisely.
1: Yes. Yep. Well said on that. What do you think? You want to wrap it up for us?
0: You know, we've covered uh, negative effects of artificial uh, sweeteners. Uh, And even though the label says diet, that's a misnomer, diet soda. Read up on artificial sweeteners, read up on aspartame, look at the science behind it, look at what it's happening in the international uh, and uh, get familiar with how you can help your body not get into some wacky kind of... uh, uh, tail tailspin and uh, help yourself out.
1: Yep. Well, I got a, a quote here that I'll read. It's from a, a doctor, Dr. Ludwig. This was in a uh, an article I was reading on uh, various um, artificial sweeteners. It says, sugar-containing foods in their natural form, whole fruit, for example, tend to be highly nutritious, nutrient-dense, high in fiber, and low in glycemic load, which you mentioned. On the other hand, refined concentrated sugar consumed in large amounts rapidly increases blood glucose and insulin levels, increases triglycerides, inflammatory mediators, and oxygen radicals. And with them, the risk for diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and other chronic illnesses
0: the list is long but distinguished
1: it is it is indeed yeah. Infamous. And. and uh, thank you frank good stuff
0: marty thank you too
1: my pleasure viewers listeners hope you enjoyed what we had for you here this evening and uh, we hope there are some little nuggets in there that you Uh, can take away. And uh, hopefully we have helped you to uh, maybe identify uh, an issue you may be struggling with. There we have it. There you go. All right. Good night, Frank. Good night, Marty.
0: Take care, my friend. You too.